the studio. Every day in the studio. Every day, no foolish shit. In the streets with the ears on. In the streets with the hoodie up. Play no game. Special edition. <laughs> Special edition. <laughs> <laughs> we are back live again. Yeah, eardrum. Shout out to the team, 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 team center. Thank Uh-oh. you. Shout team out. center. Thank Shout out. Uh, for having and having us on this glorious, glorious special edition, but we have a very special person. You want to tell me who it is? Is oh, it me? I think so. Oh. And um, she's one of the wonderful people who has put on this event that's bringing our community together and coming to the Play No no Games podcast show. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just trying to, you know, encourage our people and especially our artists, man. They are really at a place. Um, Just to give you guys a little little behind the story of why I created Sound versus Noise. Um, I was literally at my hair salon and she was just like, Ash, when are you coming out with your project? Because I got my master's in project management and marketing. And I was just like, well, I'm trying to merge it with science. See how to do it my two loves. Mm -hmm. And so she was just like, why don't you do the mental health? You did get your first degree in psychology. I was like, (laughs) and and I'm a, you know, I'm a church kid. And so literally it was like the Holy Spirit has been trying to tell me um, for the last year, pay attention to the sound, ignore the noise. And I mm. literally was not paying attention. I was literally being disobedient. Mm. Like I was, it's like a firecracker. And so for me, I was just like, I just couldn't imagine how many artists are experiencing the same thing, especially after the pandemic. Mm. Like how many of them are focused directly on the losses because they're so large mm. and it's so mm. hard to, you know, get past the, Oh, I heard this, or you don't have a platform for this, or your finances, and oh, you don't, your bills is off, you know, like <laughs> you can't pay for nothing, you know. Yeah. No, but for real, yeah. how many times every day you think about it and you just like, yo, you focus on the negative, mm-hmm. you focus on the distraction, right? Mm. But you know, for where I come from, I was taught. To do a praise, even in the distra- even when there is a challenge going on, mm. and so I said, "Yo, we're gonna do a concert that's going to be articulating what somebody is going through every day, especially artists, and nobody is hearing them. They want them to be at the event. They want them to be intentional, but they have no idea what's going on in their minds. They have no idea what's going on behind the closed doors. So, for me, I said, "We're gonna show. We're gonna tell them what's going on." So that's why sound versus noise. So it's like, I, I hear it's like a, a motivation or drive to really put people on a platform to really speak their truth. And yeah. Speak their honest truth. Yeah. And so how has it evolved from the beginning to now? Oh, man. I would say in the beginning, it was literally just a conversation. Mm. And mm. then I reached out to like four or five different people that I knew had the same heart. And that's the one thing, like what I learned when I was getting my master's is you got to figure out who your stakeholders are and be in, in order to pick your stakeholders. It has to be somebody that you know, that's going to do that, have the same heart they're on time. They're going to do the same effect. You know, that's how you thinking with project management. Right. But it's the same thing with your career. It's the same mm. thing when you're putting on an, a, a, a concert or a benefit. You want them to have the same type of personality that you're going to do and do it probably even better. So I reached out to um, DJ OG1, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he yeah. connected to numbers. And shout then, out, shout, shout out, out. You know, those my people, you know. Yep. Listen, that's like Godfather right there. And um, then I reached out to DJ Clive. He allowed, he did a live interview with us too. And I reached, and then my uh, business partner, he reached out to all the musicians and he was just like, hey, can you be a part of it? And mm. they have been, they just came in slow. And so I can't wait for next year. Because we're going to have this event again. It's going to be at a different venue so mm-hmm. we can get a little bit bigger. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, we can get some more press going. But I wanted to make sure I had the press of who are trying to build their name. Mm-hmm. That's who I wanted first. I respect that. So, yeah. I respect that. That's how that I started. That. Big respects. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that actually this is going to be a very first time topic here at the, you know, Play Games podcast slash show is I heard you talk about mental health and Christianity and especially in our black community. Yeah. I feel like for me, myself, I can speak on this. Um, you don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. And as a Christian and as a, you know, mental health professional, um, the space for that is like very, very, very small. And I just want to ask for you, like how does working on your mental health and your walk with Christ converge? There's not one without the same. Mm. I'm, I'm, you know, it, it saddens me that in, the church, we do not talk about sex. We don't talk about mental health. There's the things that, that people are fighting every day is what we should be discussing. Yeah, We shouldn't be judging one for just entering. Because if the word says, if I come as who I am, we shouldn't be judging as who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, So for me... I was my mom was a pastor, so for me, she was always she always taught us like, I don't care if you yellow, orange, purple, green, mm-hmm. you know, by yep. whatever you want to be, you treat them just as you want to be treated, mm-hmm. because their sin is no bigger than yours. Because if you just out here dealing with obesity, if you out here dealing with uh, fornication, you out here dealing with an addiction of some sort, it's no different. Then you having a mental crisis. You see what I'm saying? So for me, I think it's a conversation that we need to start getting more comfortable about and opening doors for. And that's all what my company is arbitrarily Lux, and that's what in Team Center. So we came together and we were just like, let's create the platform. Mm. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the uncomfortable stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's definitely well, deep. I'll be deep. honest. I'll be honest, as a Christian and a therapist, I remember growing up in church yeah. that my pastor said, don't read Harry Potter. But you know what? I read Harry Potter. That's I one read of my Harry favorite, Potter. It's one of my favorite movies. Abana Kadala. If I'm being honest, I think it's just that people, I understand where pastors are coming from, yeah. but there's levels to it. Yeah, Meet people way. right here. Don't expect this. <laughs> That's like like somebody that don't know Christ at all, and you come at them and you be like, "Well, the word says Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things." They're looking at you. Who is that? What is that? Yeah. But if I show you love, if I show you kindness, mm-hmm. meekness, understanding, mm-hmm. those things. That's what I love. Uh, Kirk Franklin. He literally people don't get it when he was singing that song. It is. He's describing what love is, the tactics of it. But we're uh, thinking it's and then those things are additional to love. Yeah, yeah. No, love is has an umbrella. 
Yeah. And love those is all things. Love is all things. Those are the categories that yeah. make it. So if I'm saying that I am a Christian, that means I'm going to be an understanding at the placement that you're at. And if you come at me and say, Ash, I am mentally screwed right now. Okay, mm. what's up? Let's talk. It's very funny you bring up Kurt Franklin because I gained a lot of respect for Kurt Franklin over the last year. Yeah. Because if you son. look at Yeah. That the reason why is because Actually, we're doing this. I can't believe we're doing this. It's because sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, this is fine because I look at Joy Osteen a little differently with the Super Church, yeah. and like when the hurricanes came, he's like, "Y'all can't come in here." <laughs> yeah, okay. And then after the social pressure, but when Kurt Franklin, you know, bringing it forward, was dealing with his son, right? Uh-huh. I thought that was really dope. That he's like, "Yo, I may be a pastor, but like." I still have a family. I have issues and problems. And like how he dealt with that. And he's kind of like, y'all are not about to judge me about this. Or y'all are about to demonize me for this. And it's only God that's going to do that. And that's between me and my family. I was like, all right, I can tune in to, you know, Kurt Franklin because he's a real person. It's yeah. discernment. And I, and I think because we have put, it's crazy we talking about this. <laughs> but we have put. <laughs> Welcome to the show. To the we to the we show. have put ourselves. Nobody else. I almost say this as a black culture. We have put ourselves on a, on a platform as if we're untouchable mm. when it comes down to the church. But, yo, Jesus was, was sitting with the homies. Yeah. He was sitting with the people that wasn't that greatest. Mm-hmm. So, who are you to act like you are here uh-huh. and now I have arrived? Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even make any sense. Like, that yeah. is not even a depiction of who Christ is in any form. Mm. So it's it, it's crazy, you know. Lately, I've been thinking on like Ash. I always be saying to myself like Ash. I want to make sure you believe, you believe, you believe. And I was just forcing because that's to me that's what's the most important is you believing, you know. But then I'm like, okay, even in the hard time, are you believing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's real. Are you believing? Like. Are you calling on Holy Spirit or are you ready to cut somebody out? Because I'm quick to be like, I'm about to cut you smooth out. And then I had to say, yo, Ash, as much as you have a place where you can, you know, you're open to receive the Holy Spirit and you want to pass that on and encourage people and great. There are still some things that you need to work on, which is what I love also about Kirk Franklin. Just because I say I love Christ doesn't mean I don't have error. I'm renewed every day. He said, renew your mind every day. So every day I have to, literally, I went for a whole month reading Proverbs every day, a different book every day to make sure I'm renewed in my mind. So if there is people that is out there that don't have that person that's saying, I'm going to help you get renewed. I'm going to just, hey, come on, let's talk. Or, hey, come come to the building. Or, hey, do you have an outlet that you have? Come on, well, I got a platform for you to get that out. That's renewing. There's so many ways to tap into the Holy Spirit. It makes no sense. So I just really want the whole point about sound versus noise is listen to the sound of the word. Listen to the sound of someone's heart. That's really, 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 really like they purpose. And don't get distracted by the hoopla, the money. Don't get distracted by, oh, nobody is supporting me because that I hear that all the time, especially in Oregon. Oh, I'm not supported. I don't care. Because even when you're not supporting, you think you're not supported. Somebody is listening. Somebody is healed from what you what you're doing. That is, uh, and that's how you got to stay focused. Is my life and what I'm doing is purposeful, regardless if I'm applauded by my friends. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's all what sound versus noise is. I, 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 I'm sorry, I had to get a little deep with you. Nah, nah. You, hit it, you hit it right on. I think nowadays a lot of people are looking for the, the crowd in order for them. They're looking for the applause. They're looking for the applause. And it's like, at the end of the day, the work will bring the applause. And, and your voice will bring the applause. And at the end of the day, is it really about the applause? No. Nope. You about think about your purpose. Is it really about the applause? Because if it is, then that means you need to check yourself. Because what mm-hmm. you're being asked to do is bigger than you absolutely so absolutely that's how i wanted to talk to y'all about i want yeah. to you know, rub your ear into yeah. it no no i wasn't was, that's amazing man i love how you touch on everything everything possible and i think you put it back into yourself as well yeah you I, are you are the purpose for you are the purpose for everything that you're doing right now i'm so trying I, man like and this is in a humbling space i went through a hard year so i said hey i'm gonna end the year great i'm gonna end great Thank y'all for letting me be on your show. I'm proud of you guys. I'm so proud. You guys keep like seriously keep on doing it. Like every time I hear about your podcast, or if I don't, I'm gonna be like, yo, y'all, y'all these two young dudes here, they out here killing it. We missing one more, but yes, yes, you yes. You know what I mean? Like I whatever y'all need, tap into Team Center. We here. All right, appreciate we appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, thank you. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. Probably wonder if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. Shit, I think they call the groupies now.